0: If you need the connections to buyers, the media, or companies that can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. Now, here to share the who, what, and why of inventing, your innovation divas, Melinda Knight and Bianca Hello,
1: well, hello. Good morning. How are you there? <laughs> there. Yes, I, I'm here.
2: <laughs> How I are you apologize. doing? We had technical difficulties in Skype, all blamed on the husband.
1: <laughs> Isn't it always their fault? I think everything it is. is their fault. Yeah. Either that or the kids. Great. It's never my fault. Kids and
2: the husband. I love them. Yep. Don't yep. say it too loud because my one kid is oh. sitting here. So... Oh, and he just said favorite kids. So how are you? And welcome <laughs> to the Innovation Divas Radio Show, Melinda Knight. How are uh-huh.
1: you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited about today's show. I'm excited about our guests. I know, right? Yes. Yeah, we just, every single week, we get the most awesome guests. I just it's so exciting.
2: You know, these two inventors that we have on today are truly, you know, inspiration to those who, um, you know, have really – taken risks and have made huge strides in fact um our first guest nancy she well i met them both at the international home and houseware show god i, can, I think we're continually plugging this incredible show that we were <laughs> sponsors of we can't help ourselves but um well, nancy is one a of the great those, show
1: it's a, di- you it know, really we see is. a lot really shows the, for the inventor community great. right mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah it's i mean totally they built they, around they, that they, They definitely make it um, educational and supportive, and and so we'll get Nancy's opinion, right? We'll get her feeling and see how things went for her there. Um, Mm -hmm. I adored meeting her and her business partner, and and before we get her on the phone, though, I just want to do a huge shout-out to our new website, InventorsNetwork.com. Inventors is spelled with a Z, Network.com. My son's Mm -hmm. giving me the rolling (laughs) I. And um, this is the only virtual connection platform out there connecting inventors, industry experts, and buyers. So we'll we'll see what Nancy has to say. Maybe she'll give us some advice on, on how to plug ourselves and get you know more people to the site. So, Nancy, yeah. are you there?
3: I am here. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I think it's early for you, huh?
3: Oh, it's not too early. No, it's about nine thirty. It's not bad.
2: Or nine. Not too bad. Good. Mm-hmm. Now you're in Colorado. No,
1: I'm in Washington California. State. Yeah, she, remember, oh, she's in oh, Seattle, right. I and my neck of the woods. Have... Yay, Seattle. Yay, she's, she's <laughs> yeah, I forgot the two of you are going to have coffee, some kind of Starbucks yes. or something, huh? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, uh, definitely. They're, t- they're tough to find here. I don't know. There's yeah, not really Starbucks around.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unfortunately,
3: we have a Starbucks right across the street, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: Well, you know what, that's not I, that's not a bad thing to have, you know, especially when us entrepreneurs are working late into the night trying to build our business. And speaking of building businesses, you have something that was a challenge for you because so many people said you can't make this filtration water bottle called the Grail happen. So let's talk about what those naysayers said to you and why you wouldn't take no for an answer
3: yeah it was it was crazy. It was um back a few years when the whole b p a scare about the plastics that when we're drinking out of plastic containers and I thought goodness we there has to be some kind of a stainless steel um container out there and then um I thought well, shoot, um how come there's no filter bottles out of stainless and so um I ended up um going to some engineers where I worked and they said no, that there's no way this can work. And uh then I went to um I left that job and I went to another job and, and um and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go out on my own and try and do this. And uh went to some big firms in Seattle and uh they said no. <laughs> and then I went to so twelve different engineers um said no.
2: And isn't that amazing? You know, for something that is so... Um, and Melinda, you haven't seen it in person, but it's you oh, know, but I've seen the, the pictures, I and mean, you can tell she how won, cool it is. Just she won awards at the, award the Housewares Show for her innovation, but you could tell from her website and from the design of it, it. You know, she has a background in this industry of design. Why don't you fill us in a little bit, Nancy, on what that that background is for our listeners?
3: Um, Well, I actually, which is kind of interesting, and and I encourage um, other people to do the same, is if you're passionate about something, go after it. Um, Even if you have many, many people telling you, no, I actually come from a sales and marketing background. And uh, then I realized I I thought differently and um, started working with an engineer at one place I worked to develop a better gadget, so a better mousetrap um, is a, a good word for it. And um, then my my background is actually art from many, many years ago. So I realized that I wanted to make something beautiful, not just make it functional, but make it beautiful, because I want to be able to carry this water filtration cup around with me. I want it to be like taking my keys, my phone, and my grail and carry my water with me and be able to
2: filter water wherever I go. And, and Nancy, this... this path, this time period from deciding that you wanted to create the Grail, which we call it the Holy Grail of water <laughs> filtration systems, I love that, um, that you use that word, What from what point in time to the time that you actually went to launch did it take you, how, how many months or years did it take?
3: Um, well, it was about six years ago that I came up with the idea, but actually it took us about two years from when we said, okay, we're going to do it, um, just short of two years, maybe, um more like 20 months, 18 months, something like that. Um, and it's something that you have to personally drive. Um, you can't just sit back. You have to actually just say, okay, let's get on this, make sure that everything that people are on, what they're supposed to do. Um, we actually had a gentleman doing in the evenings and on weekends. Um, we just had one engineer working on it, but he was driven and he wanted to see it. He was as excited as we are. So the whole thing comes to passion.
1: And what was your patent process of you know protecting your idea, since it's you know not necessarily a copy of anybody else or making something better? It's it's so innovative.
3: The the patent process is uh-huh. that is that the Um well to tell you the truth, that's where all our money goes <laughs> is to protect our um our product. Um a lot of money goes out in patents and to protect it. And so we um brought it to uh, a patent attorney down in Seattle. Um we went for one of the best. We do not want to go inexpensive. And uh she helped us through that um process. Um, and so it, it's it's an ongoing process because it's constantly being um, looked at and analyzed the patent is. Well,
1: and and do you especially that, if you went through a lot oh, of go ahead, changes.
3: Melinda. Go ahead, one more time. Melinda, go
1: ahead. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We're, since we're not both on Skype, it's a little bit, it's hard to, to hear a little bit. Um, well, I, I'm assuming through the process of creating your filtration system that there have been some changes. So if you have, you know, that, that's so, sometimes the challenges with the patent process. Did you run into that?
3: Um, and changes, we did a little bit. So every time you make a change um, when you're what's called patent penning, it's in the process before you actually file it. Um, you make changes, but every time you make a change, of course, it costs money because it goes through the mm-hmm. the attorney's hands. But um, those are things that that have to be done. It um, it looks quite different than when we started uh, the actual cup, and by the time we finished, um, did that answer your question?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's you know I think that's important. We always try to you know share people's journey especially in this process, because it is so different. And especially with something like yours, it's more technical. And, you know, I'm assuming it had to be a somewhat of an evolved process. You know, it's a little bit different than just having a gadget. So it's, you know, and and we've had guests on the show like Haley's Corker that had to go through so many, you know, taking feedback from customers and having to change things and alter it that I think it's important for listeners to understand that not only are you altering the design, but you're also trying to, to, uh, you know, protect yourself in that process and having "Ah, that can get expensive.
3: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And um, our attorney is also saying to come up with all different designs that could, be, be similar to this so we could protect it outside of our own, that someone tried to come up with something similar. So, um, we actually had, I think we ended up with 52 changes, um, and uh, we had one design group that said, we're only going to allow two. I'm glad we didn't go with them. So, one of the engineer groups, so, um, so we make sure that um, the person you're working with is Okay with with changes, and that you're not going to get charged for lots of fees. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, wow. Nancy, we have to go take a break in about a minute. But when we come back, um, if you if you don't mind staying around for the second part of of the segment, we would like to know a little bit about what happened at the housewares show. What kind of you know people you met, and what kind of you know good. Uh, potential sales opportunities, because I think that's a critical thing that, you know, depending on whether or not you attend a four-day trade show or not, or you decide to get involved in a in a virtual ongoing network like what we've just created, the balance of, you know, showing up to a trade show and, you know, bringing all your things and your signage and all the things that you have to do and pay the money to attend a trade show, we want to see if it became a great value for you. And we believe that in most cases, um, the show, the International Home and Houseware Show is you know a, a show that gives those inventors that stepping stone to meet those great contacts. The fact that you won this amazing award, which we will talk about also. And um, you know for more information on how to get your own Grail, it's called um, the Grail GRAYL. and we will be back. With Nancy, the creator and founder, um, after a short break from our sponsors. So we'll be right back.
0: Linda and Deanna will return after morning? a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
4: is there more living for you to do yes start living inspired be here for living inspired with trisha goyer thursday afternoons at four three p.m central on Toginet.com. trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts trisha is a wife mom speaker family expert and author of 24 books Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com Evermore, people have the means to live but no meaning to live for These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel The inspiration for the movie Victor and I That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com And TalkSense Radio The Meaning Connection With host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com more and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Since Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Simaluka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 Central, on com.
0: If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda
4: Knight and Diana Cohen. We are back with
2: Nancy from the Grail, the very first stainless steel uh water filtration um water bottle that I've ever seen uh Nancy said, let's talk a little bit about your um your experience at the home and houseware show and um what you felt it provided you as a as a newer inventor out in the marketplace
3: um I thought well it, to our surprise, it was a fantastic show <laughs> and uh it's um, a brought by buyers that uh, stores are always looking for brand new ideas and um, because sometimes the their different industries, they get stagnant, and uh, so they always want the newest, greatest. So that little corner was fantastic. It was a little gem um, in that corner versus a big, huge show. If you went to and had a regular booth, I think you might get a little bit lost if people didn't know you, but that little inventor's corner was fantastic.
2: And do you think that, um, like, give us a a prime, if you can, a prime example of a success that came out of that for you, a store that fell in love with you and ordered, um, or was getting ready to order Is there a a cool success story that you can share?
3: Um, Right now, we're talking, of course, it takes a little while to set these up. Um, I don't know if your um, audience knows those, but... I knows that it takes a little while to set accounts up, but we're, right now we're negotiating or talking with, um, SkyMall, um, talking with Gromit, um, we're talking, well, actually we're closing with Gromit, um, let's see, Staples, um, Costco, Bed Bath and Beyond, so we're all in, um, early stages of, of talking about the product, um, so it, it was very, very successful, uh that
2: help you yep. <laughs> and and wouldn't you say Nancy that each one of those um, stores or catalogs or websites all have different processes in terms of their their vetting process
3: um, I think um, things are changing rapidly as far as the internet and uh, what a lot of these stores are doing uh, we were just discussing that last night with a Investors, that um, that a lot of the stores are putting a ton of product online now before they put them in the stores, and they're reducing their footprint in the stores, and they're and they're ordering a lot online. So we're seeing that open up where there's stores that you might not be able to get into before that you're able to get into.
1: And are and are most of your sales primarily going on on your website?
3: Um, one more time, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Sorry, we're having a tough time with the with the uh, two two different lines. Um, uh, are you? Do you get most of your sales on 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 your website? Um, most of our sales are um,
3: actually done. Um, we get quite a few that come direct, but uh, we sell at REI, and most of our sales come from online versus in their stores. So that has been really interesting. Um, They put us in a test run. We've only been delivering for the last four months when we started delivering product. And uh, they put us in eight stores and then online. Um, And online has been uh, way larger than in the stores.
2: Well, look, you know, I think that that's a sign of the times. You know, people are definitely... Um, Busy, they you know. I mean, it's sad that we think that one day a store will not exist. Um, You know, one store you mentioned Staples, and I think I don't know if it was Staples or Office Max, but I had gone into one recently that their footprint um, was like a boutique store, and it was actually really cool and modern, and it had kind of like an Apple esque feel about it, but. They didn't have, you know, the million SKUs that they used to have. And maybe that's what the stores are going to be doing now. They're going to, you know, shorten their footprint, um, only put in the stores, you know, tried and true products that, that are, um, you know, that turn over quickly. And then, like you're saying, put the rest online. I wonder, though, and maybe you know this answer by your conversations with these stores, is what are they doing to drive the the online sale traffic in terms of marketing?
3: Well, and that's been um, really great, actually. They haven't quite um, caught up as far as charging, and so they want to be successful, and so they do a lot of advertising. Um, Some stores want to charge you up front, um, and they call it a marketing fee. So there's a lot of fees that are involved with when you're signing up with a store, and those are negotiable. And uh, so one of them is the a marketing fee. They might put five percent on. But if you say you're a startup, you say no, I'm a startup. Can we waive that for a little while? And they'll do that. But they 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 set up their own mock websites. Like it might be um, like REI. I've noticed they'll 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 put up a bunch of other websites to try and get drive people to REI. And they'll do a lot of blogs and and things that I wouldn't have to do normally. That um, well, actually what I normally have to do, and they're doing the marketing for us.
2: Isn't that amazing that that you can negotiate? And I think that's a critical thing that you're sharing with some of our listeners is that, you know, you get excited perhaps that, you know, a big store like REI might, you know, want you, and you think that you got to just bow down to them. But what you're saying is that you can negotiate.
3: You can, uh-huh.
2: And, and so especially if, they, in, especially
3: if they want especially if they want your product bad enough, <laughs>
2: right. you have to hope that they want your product bad, bad enough You're right, <laughs> right. And, and and in terms of um, of the houseware Show, tell us a, a, something that was interesting in terms of the people around you, some of the successes that you heard. I know that you had some neighbors that you guys would probably during downtime talk about, but was there any like one big, excitement
3: in, in, in your uh, aisle there? Um, as far as excitement, it was I think it was um, it was kind of a bonding thing almost because a lot of people were, didn't even have products out on the market yet. They were just seeing one guy just had a picture, Xerox picture on the back of his booth um, where others were more elaborate um, booths. And uh, our footprint was only 10 by 5, all of us we were pretty close to our neighbors.
2: <laughs> and yeah, uh no, it was
3: fun. It, and it was fun just to celebrate with um each of the uh people on our aisle to say, Wow, you had, you know, Costco come by or you had Walmart or whatever come by and talk to you well wow, and and uh and, and to help each other um through the, the the process and help there's some people that didn't even know how to do pricing or anything like that. So there was a lot of um Helping each other, um, so that was fun.
2: okay so, you know, since we have only a few more minutes before we have to go on to our next guest, which was another inventor in the in the corner there, um, Samuel and his wife from the knife glider. But um, you know, we have this new virtual network. Is is there um, any thoughts in your mind in terms of now that you've left a trade show and you you know spent you know, a good amount of time and money getting to Chicago, Um, to have a virtual um, connection platform for other buyers that might not have come by the Inventors Network, or excuse me, the Inventors Corner, um, is that something that's of interest to you in terms of of joining and getting involved?
3: Um, That would definitely be good. I think it's lacking in that, um, definitely. And, uh, yeah, it it sounds like a, a great plan. Um, because sometimes there's a disconnect uh, between the between the two, so definitely. And right. I I took so a sneak if, peek if at you your would... website before I uh, you know, on the break there, and it looks fantastic. Good job.
2: Well, thank you. I mean, you know, one of the critical things that you know we've done over the past couple of years is we've heard from other inventors about you know you're you're one of probably ten to fifteen percent that actually attend trade shows. You know, we, we consider your product a diamond in the rough, but there are so many great products that, you know, either don't they're, – they're scared, they don't want to take the risk or the financial obligation to attend a trade show. So we've been asked over the years to create this virtual trade show concept. And, and more than a trade show, it's really kind of what you experienced in that inventor corner, which is the camaraderie of fellow inventors with our um, – In about a month or two, hopefully, we will have our um, social connection lounge. But uh, the critical pieces are connecting those industry experts with you, the inventor, and then, of course, the the icing on the cake, all the buyers from all the retail stores, which is is quite an amazing piece. So. That's what the network is all about, and it's very reasonable for inventors like you to get involved only $25 a month. So we are so glad that you are here sharing your story with our incredible um, network and our social media campaign that we can push um, information out about your website. And um, is there anything in the last minute or two that you want to share with our audience?
3: No, I just want to say it was so delightful meeting you, and I just love the enthusiasm, and I and, uh, can't wait to uh, meet um, meet you guys again and meet for coffee since I'm right here in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to get together <laughs> so,
1: soon, for sure. That's, I just love the energy. It's so job, to have you guys. somebody here in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a lot of fun. For more information
3: on
2: getting your own grail, it's... The Grail, G-R-A-Y-L. dot com, and Nancy, kudos to you for all that you've done to help our carbon footprint out in the world and to get rid of those plastic bottles. I hate them with a passion. My family knows it. <laughs> I only use glass in the microwave. I'm a, a kind of nut there, so um, I did get my very own Grail and bought it and use it every day. So thank you so much for for being You're on welcome. our show today. And um, and we know that we will stay connected to you and watch your star rise. So thank you. Uh,
3: thank you so much.
1: Thank you.
2: So, Melinda, uh, who do we have on next?
1: Um, well, we're going to have Samuel Ship with the knife glider. So um, we're excited to find out about that because there was an encounter with his wife that prompted him to um, create his invention. So, there's going to be hope, a I good no story lost, behind that.
2: Uh, I hope no lost fingers. That would be scary.
1: Yeah, that would be. I think it was a pretty nasty cut, so we'll learn more about okay. the the and gory hurts, details.
2: So... Yeah, we'll, we'll have Samuel hopefully tell us the, the good part of that story. Yeah, exactly.
1: This. The gory to the good.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: We'll be right back after our sponsor break.
0: and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
4: Girlfriended is on DougieNet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women.
0: Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen.
1: Well, welcome back. We're very excited because we've had first uh, first guest with Nancy Weston with the Grail, and now we have Samuel Ship with the knife glider. Welcome Samuel to the show. Are you thank there? You so Sa- much? It's good oh, to be here.: Yeah, thank you. I wish I had been able to meet you at Housewares. There's so many great inventions at the
5: show. Yeah, it was really impressive there at the Housewares Show.
1: Wonderful. Well, well. why don't you uh, go in? I I love the story behind the development of the Knife Glider. Do you want to start out with that and how you developed your product?
5: Sure. Um, Well, my wife does most of the cooking in our home, and uh, it was just on a regular weeknight. She was getting ready and and, uh, preparing dinner, and all of a sudden, she just started screaming, and I ran over there, and there was blood all over the counter and Mm -hmm. in the sink and she had actually cut herself, uh, her finger, while she was chopping food. And so we rushed her to the hospital, got her there, and had about eight or nine stitches in her hand that she had to, had to sew up. And while we we're there, getting her hand sewn up, we were just thinking there's got to be a safer way to, to prepare food in the kitchen. And that's where the idea for the knife glider uh, was born. And so we started coming up with uh, different prototypes, different ideas, and it kind of built from there. So we, we created a shield that protects your hand and holds your food while you're chopping so your hand doesn't. Your hand is completely protected from the knife blade at all times. But even when you're done chopping, it uh, there's food stuck on the blade. And a lot of people through research that we found have cut themselves trying to get that food off. As well, so uh, we created some specialty slits to run the knife through. That's where the glider part comes in. You glide the knife on the knife glider, and it takes that food off for you. And then, even putting the food in your pot, you use the knife glider to scoop it up and put it in. So, at no point in the chopping or prepping process does your hand even come close to the knife blade. Wow! Isn't that well, amazing? And-
2: I mean, what what a crazy, you know, sad story that she got injured. That's not what we want, you know, for anybody. But what came from this, you know, occurrence that probably happens in, in many households across the world is that you've come up with a solution, and a solution that actually is smarter than what has been out there in the past because, you know, you, you can't all be professional uh, chefs, Right. Right. And so, Samuel, why don't you tell us a little bit, after you came up with that idea, what, what was the process like? And how did you, you know, design it to make sure that all those, those pieces and parts um, became um, useful in this, in this concept?
5: Well, it was actually a really neat process. I, I started with just cardboard and, and paper prototypes and invited friends over to the house and had them there with us and got their opinions, ran some focus groups. And uh, shortly after that, we uh, learned about the ERA convention that goes on every year. And they have a pretty neat Inventors Corner there. And we um, we got invited to it, but they let us know two weeks before the actual show. We had two weeks with no prototype to prepare for it. And so I uh, just went berserk and in our backyard made prototypes homemade out of plexiglass from Home Depot and put it together fast enough that we got a nice display there and had an awesome time at the ERA convention. But what everyone kept feeding back to us was it's a great product, but it needs more. It needs something else, something bigger. And so we came back to the drawing board and came up with, well, we have ideas for several attachments, but we came up with an attachment for peeling, which you slide on the knife glider and you stick your potato, your cucumber, whatever you're going to peel, and your fingers don't come close to your peeler because all of us have nicked our knuckles and taken part of us with our food as we're getting that ready. Um, talking to a lot of uh, women and mothers, they nick their fingernails quite a bit, peeling food. And I never knew that before. I never realized that. Um, And then we came up with another meat-holding attachment for holding hot meat, raw meat, as you're cooking so that you don't have to with your hand and get burned. And that has... uh, And then uh, we got invited to come to the... International Home and Houseware Show, which was amazing, and the feedback was just phenomenal. We've got a winner of an idea. We're ready to move forward and, and bring it to market.
2: And, and tell us a little bit, Samuel, before we have to go to break, um, how, how well the show went for you. I mean, you were beyond the prototype phase at that point, or you were still, you were still at prototype?
5: Um, at, at this phase, we are in negotiations and putting the finishing touches on making our mold for plastic injection molding. And, uh, and so once we are finished with that, uh, once it's ready here in a couple months, we will be manufacturing. And hopefully in two or three months, it will be ready for market.
1: Well, what was your process like finding uh, your manufacturer?
5: you know what that is one of the main purposes why i went to the international home and houseware show uh i i knew that the best of the best were going to be there and had a goal to network and set up contacts on every step of the process so even after manufacturing um finding marketing companies and fulfillment companies and also just to get educated they had some phenomenal uh, sessions where you could actually go and, and learn, especially in the inventor's corner.
2: And and that that's something that many people don't realize, um, Samuel, about that inventor's corner and what it actually provides the community. You know, that's um, the beautiful piece of us getting involved because they knew that, you know, we... We believe in the power of the educational process, and uh, as well as now with our new virtual um, Inventors platform, that we are able to take that message um, beyond the four days of a trade show and um, provide you with, um, you know, a constant communication to those industry experts, education, and um, and of course buyers when when you're up and ready. So, were there some retail stores that were interested?
5: Yes, we, we actually got a lot of interest. Uh, it was amazing uh, with those keynote speakers because they became accessible afterwards. You could actually go and talk with them and get their opinion. And, uh, for example, QVC was very interested, and they want to talk again. We're in negotiation with them. Also, like was mentioned earlier, the Grommet was interested, and so we're, we're in negotiations with them as well.
2: And, and what were you doing before you uh, had to rescue your wife? Um, are you an inventor by trade? I mean, is this something that you ever thought you would ever be
5: doing? Um, I had the knack for it as a kid, but I actually own my own window cleaning and building maintenance company. So it's completely unrelated have? to to what hmm. we're doing now. Um, so... One day, I'm four stories up cleaning the outside of a, an office building, and the next day, I'm, I'm calling making contacts to market the knife glider.
1: Well, the nice part of that is that you do have at least the, the business knowing how to start a business. And, and sometimes I think a lot of inventors don't really realize that piece of it. And they maybe they're creative and they can develop things, but they have no idea how to run a business. So so you probably have some tools from your own business that have helped a little bit in your process.
5: Yes, uh, I've got my MBA in business management. And, and so education mixed with experience, has given me the, the tools that I need to move the knife lighter along and make it a success.
2: Isn't that wonderful? You know, I, I always wonder how um, the process works for inventors in terms of you know their backgrounds and you know what piece of, of the puzzle um, is their forte versus what do they need help with, right? And so what would you say is the areas that you need the most help with that aren't your, your expertise?
5: Oh, I can tell you right away, I am not good with social media. I'm, I'm not a good marketer. Um, I'm more of a nuts and bolts, go straight to the facts. And so my wife balances me out really well and makes things playful and energetic, exciting, um, on the social media aspect and I'm sure it's going to come into play with the marketing as well in the future.
2: So that's her forte. So that that balances you, you both out very nicely that she has that piece of the puzzle, right?
5: Yeah, and she's got the best testimonial ever. So
2: Yeah, unfortunately, right. <laughs> How many stitches did she have?
5: About 9 stitches. Oh.
2: Wow. That's not a that's not a, a fun day I would imagine.
5: No, not at but all. Look
2: what it look what it turned into. You know, you you have, um, you know, what is the old saying? Not the icing on the cake, but you have, you know, you turn lemon lemons into lemonade. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. And literally with a knife, you had know, to cut all your lemons to make <laughs> right. the lemonade. Hopefully, so, she didn't make so, lemonade uh, after that, though. <laughs> <laughs> So Samuel, we, um, we have to take a quick break um, and uh, we'll have you on for a few more minutes after the break and we're so honored that you are um, on our show today, but for more information on how to get um, obviously we can't you can't you're not selling the product yet, right so
5: well um, we we how, are actually how can people get a hold of you. We have our website knifeglider.com, and we right. are actually pre-selling. Uh, the knife glider right. and and its attachments on there, and so okay.
2: So pre sales are happening right now, people. So definitely uh, send your email and your information into to them. And when we come back, we'll talk to Samuel a little bit about you know some other things in the industry and what he thinks there are some exciting um, opportunities and tools to help inventors. So we will be right back after a few words from our sponsors. Thank you, Samuel.
5: Thank
0: you. Linda and Deanna will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
4: It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life, Amish Wisdom, with Suzanne Woods-Fisher, Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past,
0: If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on Toginet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Melinda, do you
4: want to bring
2: him in? <laughs> sure, sure! We are having... <laughs> it's okay, yeah. Samuel. Are you there? I'm here. <laughs> we're we're laughing at ourselves because normally we're on Skype and we're able to, um, together, and uh, we had some technical issues with, you know, getting on Skype this morning, so I apologize. Um, you know, Melinda brought up a good question. Had you thought of um, selling the idea to one of the as-seen-on-TV companies?
5: We have. We, we've thought a lot about that. Um, and we've actually, I, I've tra- been tracking very closely the seen on TV industry and uh, how it's been the last couple of years, especially with the recession that, that has started. And so we're we're definitely keeping it an option. And right now we're we're trying to research and find the best options available for us to uh, to market our product. And so, yeah, it is definitely a possibility.
2: Do you know how, how that industry works? I mean, are you familiar with the people that charge you versus those that don't?
5: Um, we're we're familiar with the front side of it. Uh, we got quite an education at the ERA convention.
2: Um, yeah, I would imagine.
5: But what pretty much what I learned is that there are two major options you can go with, as seen on TV. Number one is. Uh, you can license your agreement and uh, try to, you know, pretty much put it in someone else's hands for a royalty. And, but, and the other option is to do the uphill battle and do it yourself. And uh, that that takes a lot of capital, a lot of investing, and a lot of hard work.
1: You're taking and, and, pre-sales right now um, on your website. What 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 are you selling the Knife Glider for?
5: We are selling the Knife Glider shield and its two attachments, the peeling and the meat attachment, for 19.95. There's also an option to, if you want to get a complete set and then a shield for someone else, uh, to get a shield by itself for 12.95, and then the uh, both attachments are for 4.95 if you want to get them separately.
2: And and did you, um, when you were at the houseware show, Samuel, did you get approached by any of the companies to, that are part of the Ascene uh, on TV uh,
5: world? I, I did. Um, one one example is really quite interesting. I was walking by a booth and I heard a guy say, hey, I invented this. And I'm got." see that it's coming to market. So I I stopped immediately and turned around and went and talked with him and he had been developing products companies for years. And so I got to show him the knife lighter and they were very interested in it what and they were actually a uh, As seen on TV licensing company and offered us a license agreement uh the next day. Do you remember
2: the name of the Can you share the name of the company because I'm curious. We 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 find that there's, um, you know, sharks out there in this category that are pretty deep and not so honest.
5: Yes. Yeah. um, It's it wasn't one of the major uh, three. It uh, it was a smaller company, and I can't, off the top of my head, remember the name. I'm sorry.
2: Not a problem. Maybe you can send us an email or something.
1: What did you say, Melinda? I was just going to say that uh, maybe Samuel can send me uh, an email or send us an email afterwards if he remembers the company. So, we Oh, can,
5: definitely. Definitely. I, I have all the information. It, it is interesting, you know, though, because that category, that particular, it, you have to be very careful nowadays, um, you know, with counterfeiters and uh, just the, the nature of as-seen-on-TV. It, it's definitely something to take into consideration when you're trying to develop your product.
2: You know, you're so right about that and we're glad that you brought that up because one of the critical pieces of that category is, I mean, look, we can't always protect 100% of our ideas and that's, you know, Melinda and I don't claim to be attorneys nor do we um, play them on television, but one of the things that we do understand from being in the industry for quite some time and also being inventors ourselves back when is that many times it's first to market, you know? Many times, you know, if you know the way that the patent process works now is, you know, first to file. So, you know, you can go and and fight these people if they take your idea and, and you know tweak it a bit, but then you're paying attorney fees. So, who do right. you trust? Right. And um, sometimes, you know you know, your own gut tells you that, well, if, if the traditional top three as-seen-on-TV companies that have been there and have had success are um, not taking a dime up front from these inventors but paying them a royalty for their, the rest of their um, life of the product, then are those the companies that I'd rather work with? And, you know, those are the ones we suggest to our clients. Because we feel it's an important piece of of not you know taking out a second mortgage of your home and borrowing money from Aunt Susie and Uncle Paul and you know there's there's if you come up with a great idea and it is your baby and you're still nurturing it then it's it's definitely a, a piece of of a time that you may want to hold on and take a ride with but. Many times, you know, to make money and to get the as-seen-on-TV companies to actually even take you on, that's the critical thing. They only take, you know, one to two products a year. You know, so if your product is one of those products, most likely they're going to find success for you and obviously success for themselves, or they wouldn't have even vetted you in the first place.
5: Absolutely. You just need to do your, your due diligence as you're researching and find out what their track record is. Um, Raising the funds is is difficult. I mean, uh, my wife and I have done a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo that was successful, but it wasn't quite enough to manufacture. Um, We've also won a couple of business plan competitions with our local cities here, which has helped out significantly. And so if someone is, you know, trying to pay for their, their patents or their intellectual property protection, those are good ways to get started so you don't have to put another mortgage on your house. See, see what your your local community is doing to help sponsor innovation, and I think that's also a good way, a good indicator if your product is going to be successful or not. It's kind of free feedback from the crowdfunding campaigns and also from the the professionals putting on the the business plan competition. And uh, so
2: that's,
5: that's good, kind of good places to start.
2: Right. Well, you know what? That's great advice, Samuel, because I think, you know, probably, too, one of the critical things, too, is get yourself protected along the way you know so you know before you go off to one of those crowdsourcing programs um, you know we have one of our favorite clients uh, track light that that protects your intellectual property and vaults it into a date and timestamp onto their uh, cloud for their on their website and so if you are listening right now and you're you know pre patent or you're in the process of applying for a patent, but you're wanting to raise money, Tracklight is a great resource. We always give them a shout-out because we just love them so much in terms of what value they bring to the inventor community. So we love that. That's what you're suggesting, and and maybe people didn't even think of that idea. But definitely protect yourself. Wouldn't you agree?
5: Oh, of course. Of course. Before before you do anything else, um, protect your intellectual property. We learned... Uh, I learned there at the international house shows that there is a very specific order in which you need to do things in order to protect yourself every step of the way.
2: Yeah, I do believe you're 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 on to something very smart in terms of your idea and your advice. You could be uh, one of our industry experts, Samuel. Uh,
5: I, I don't think so. I'm I'm learning a lot. Um, I, I think one of my biggest pieces of advice is just get out and do something. As long as you're moving forward, you're going to make it. It, It's going to get there. As as long as it's a good idea, get out and do something a little bit each day to to make it happen. Well,
2: we appreciate your time. And again, for pre-orders of the Knife Glider, please go to their website, knifeglider.com. And when did you say they should be out in time for?
5: Yeah, this fall, they'll be out and, and being shipped out.
2: Very Isn't exciting! Isn't that great? So very exciting.
5: We're hoping and, we'll have it ready um, for the for the holidays.
2: That would be great. We're we're really proud of of your accomplishments, and you know, hopefully, your wife will uh, always have her nice glider to make you yummy meals moving forward.
5: Well, Diana Melinda, thank you so much for having me on the show. You you guys are the innovation divas. Thank Aww. you very much.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. We're honored
2: well, to have you on the show. you're a rock star too.
5: <laughs> thank you.
1: All right.
2: Well, go check out everybody our um, our favorite guests, Samuel and Nancy from the Grail and the Knife Glider. Go check out their websites. And don't forget, if you are an inventor or an industry expert listening to our show. Um, The new platform that we've launched, inventorsnetwork.com, that's inventors with a Z, network.com, it's a great um, membership-only platform to connect you, the inventor, to industry experts and to buyers from all major retailers across the country, and, um, and listen to our show every week from great inspirational stories from inventors like Samuel and Nancy and what else, Melinda? What else? Yeah. Would you like to well, add, you
1: can download the podcast from past shows, and, and this show will be up on the uh, up there for so you can listen to it over and over and over and over again at <laughs> at uh, tokinet uh, backslash shows backslash innovation divas. So that'll be up there later today too.
2: Well, it was so good to have you all on the show, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, Thank you. Have a great week.
0: Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen return next week with more of the Innovation Divas. They really know the who, what and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections and great women invented products with this audience. Contact the Divas for more information on how to sponsor or attend. Then join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central